welcome. Glad to have you with us. Seven minutes after the hour, real clear politics uh, indication of the race to come is very, very interesting. I may have missed the mark. <laughs> oh, but it's going to be, it's going to be, if this, if this happens, Democrats are going to be devastated. We'll get to that uh, shortly. Uh, but uh, we've got more. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, this uh, David Pappy, the guy that went into uh, Nancy Pelosi's house. He was a weirdo. Now, when you look at where he was living and how he was living, it's just bizarre. It, 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 I don't think he was influenced um, by, the, uh, by the Republicans or Fox News or, or anything else. Democrats are still harping on that. They're still trying to make that uh, sound like, you know, this is, this is what happened. He was influenced by Fox News or talk radio. It's, it's nonsense. Did you see where the uh, Capitol Police had cameras at Pelosi's house? But they weren't monitoring them. Correct. And so what do they want to do? <laughs> they want more money. <laughs> Is that not exactly how it works with the government? When they fail at something, they get more money. When a business fails, they go out. They go under. But the government, no, no. We just, we need more money. We always don't have, that's the reason we didn't succeed. More money. Uh, Capitol Police cameras caught break-in at the Pelosi home, but no one was watching. <laughs> Inside the command center for the U.S. Capitol Police, a handful of officers were going through their routines early Friday morning, cycling through live feeds from the department's 1,800 cameras used to monitor the nearby Capitol complex, as well as some points beyond when an officer stopped. On a screen showing a darkened street nearly 3,000 miles away, Police lights were flashing outside the home of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The house without a solar panel, by the way, or a windmill. The officer in D.C. quickly pulled up additional camera angles from around Pelosi's home and began to backtrack, watching recordings from the minutes before San Francisco police arrived there. On camera was a man with a hammer, breaking a glass panel and entering the Speaker's home. According to three people familiar with how Capitol Police learned of the break-in. <laughs> the 911 call and the struggle inside the home that followed have led to charges of attempted homicide on the speakers of the, hus of the uh, speaker's husband and attempted kidnapping of the speaker who is second in line for the presidency. The incident also put a spotlight on the immensity and perhaps impossibility of law enforcement's task to protect 535 members of, camera, of Congress at a time of unprecedented numbers and threats against them. <sighs> the bigger government gets, the angrier people get. On both sides. Particularly the left. If they get denied, they get really, really angry. If you don't believe that, then think about this. If, if Obamacare were to go away, there would be riots in the street. If any big government program goes away, there would be riots in the street. And every big government program is designed, say, for the IRS to give you something. Health care, education, it doesn't matter, food, it's, it, they're all government programs. If they get yanked, the left get angry. And they get vicious. That's just the way they are. Uh, anyway, um, 
if if the uh, real clear politics average is correct, uh, I said uh, one one or two seats. Three is at the outside. And the last uh, polling data I saw, they're indicating four seats. Four seats is really important, and, and I'll tell you why. Because you have uh, Mitt Romney, Sue Collins, among others, who tend to not be so constitutional. So if you've got a four-seat average, uh, or edge rather, and you lose a couple of those uh, rhinos, well, you, you still have a chance of getting things through. So I'm getting even more excited because that would be really, really neat. Four-seat advantage. Um, it'd be nice if they had much more and they stuck to the uh, Constitution, but, well, it's not likely to happen. 874-9390. Toll-free number is 800-529-5572. You can go to GaryNolan.com. We've got so much more. Just Stop Oil is the climate activist group behind a series of protests in Great Britain. They announced a pause to their civil disruption uh, while also threatening an escalation in coming days if the government takes no action on climate change. From today, Just Stop Oil will pause its campaign of civil resistance. We're giving time to those in the government who are in touch with reality. Their reality, you understand, not everybody else's. To consider their responsibilities to this country at this time. How, how magnanimous of them. You don't bow to my demands. We're coming back. Um, they have uh, been doing really weird things to get attention. Uh, they threw soup into a Vincent Van Gogh painting during an incident in London's National Gallery. Uh, they glued themselves to a wall, uh, and they promised an escalation in their demonstration. If, as we sadly expect, we receive no response from the ministers to our demand by the end of Friday, November, for their blackmailing the government, we will escalate our legal... Legal? How is it legal? Well, even in Great Britain, what's legal about throwing a can of soup against a multi-million dollar painting? Um, and they're saying their government is treasonous. You lefties with this nonsense global warming crap, you better wake up because you are creating a problem that is going to get very, very expensive. It's, uh, you know, it, it really, it's incumbent upon us when we find one of these idiots like sitting in the middle of the road to grab them and drag them off. Call your friends, get as many people down to wherever they're at as you can, and just keep dragging them off to keep traffic. Because that's what they do. They'll, they sit in the middle of the road. They did this in D.C. They glue their hands to things like somehow this is going to make a difference. Yank their hand off. Just yank their hand off whatever surface they've glued it to. It should be painful for them. And this is all the Al Gore global warming Bravo Sierra that they have been indoctrinated in in public schools. It's, it, it's frustrating. At least it is to me. Anyway, that's just some of the news we've got to cover today. Uh, the uh, college uh, payoff that Biden is trying to use to bribe some students into voting for Democrats. 
may not be going quite as well as uh, the president would like. There may be an obstacle. We'll tell you about it on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. You know, Brian, it seems like the left never stop looking for ways to attack the right. Of course not. I mean, they come up with the most bizarre studies. Here's one that I just found today. Uh, and it's out of Syracuse, New York. U.S. states with liberal policies toward working conditions, gun safety, and tobacco save hundreds of thousands of American lives every year. If individual state governments across the country had changed to a fully conservative orientation in 2019, more than 217,000 lives may have been lost in that year alone, according to a new study on rising mortality rates. States with liberal policies regarding the environment, gun safety, labor, economic uh, taxes, and tobacco taxes had lower mortality rates, particularly among working-age men. In other words, if you're living in a red state, you're going to die. That's literally what they've concluded. <laughs> the study authors sought potential macro policy answers for why Americans as a whole die at a younger age. Um, more specifically, the team wanted to find out why people who live in states with conservative policies are dying off earlier from cardiovascular or alcohol-related causes. I'm not making this up. They analyzed working age mortality rates and state versus state policies from 1999 to 2019. They honed in on the rising death rates from cardiovascular disease, alcohol-induced causes, suicide, and drug poisoning fatalities. Well, now you know that this is Bravo Sierra, because you can't get the Republicans to wake up and say, gee, uh, the drug laws are killing people. It's, I don't know. I, I, I see these studies and it makes me crazy, but what they're trying to do is tell you if you live in a red state, and, and when you see what how they tie this together, it's, it's really good. They highlight state policies on the macro level. Uh, then they bring them down. Family and work structures. And uh, finally, they get down to examples they give are U.S. state minimum wage levels and earned income tax credits. Additionally, family conditions are affected via paid leave and access to reproductive health care and environmental conditions via policies on housing, food deserts, and green space. And individuals' behaviors are also nuanced via state laws on tobacco taxes and marijuana legalization. So are they suggesting that if you raise the taxes on tobacco and marijuana, it's good? Uh, is the story trying to tell us that marijuana legalization makes you live longer? I'm curious. They don't give any details. Policies at the state level hyper-polarizing uh, hyper during this period, with many states' policies, uh, policy context moving toward more extreme left or right positions on the political spectrum. Unbelievable. How desperate can they be? Uh, let me go to the phones, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Rick, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, yeah, Gary, you were mentioning protests over <clears throat> the uh, <clears throat> climate activities in uh, Europe or England and whatever. And, of course, because I've got this RSV, going to the doctor, I was 
on West Broadway last week and noticed that there's signs everywhere, vote for the climate. I looked on my sample ballot, spring and summer are not there. Um, Well, anyway, so I had to go back again Monday. And so I took my camcorder with them. Hey, you people that have these signs in your yard, guess what? We know who you are and we know where you live. You're nuts. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> All right, Rick. Uh, that sounds like a threat. We, we don't want to do that. Brian, am I up against the clock here? No, we're fine. We're fine. Yep. All right. Uh, look, uh, this whole thing is, is nonsense. Uh, and these kids are scared to death. And they're being scared from early childhood because you leave your kids in public schools. Kathy, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm good. Hey, I thought you could use, well, we can all use some good news. I had called in Monday about the teens stealing buckets of candy off of porches. Yes, yes. Um, one of those neighbors posted on the ring that that teen came back and apologized. And um, I just thought that was really cool. The, the neighbor thought it was really cool. The kid apparently has parents who know how to parent and he was tasked with bringing a note back from the neighbor to his parents saying he had indeed apologized. Wow, that, that is good parenting. And you know what? Kids get carried away, teenagers especially. They, they don't think about you know, how irresponsible it may be or how mean it may be. They, they probably were laughing the whole time. But now he realizes that he did wrong. Huh? I pat, the, pat the parents and the kid on the back. Way to go. Yeah, and so kudos to the parents and to the kid for having the courage to actually go and apologize. Yeah. Well, I I think the, the parents instilled the courage because he had to come back with a note, and I don't think he wanted to do that without the note. All right. Thank you, Kathy, for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, great story. Glad to have you with us. Brian found a great story, uh, and some of you may have uh, heard this on uh, Randy Tobler's show. But apparently it is a, um, a realtor who had a rather bizarre day. Uh, I, I, I may get around to playing that this morning. I will try to. Uh, we got some more Biden buffoonery that we'll, we'll chat about. Uh, let's see. Travis, uh, conservative state death rate is higher because we work to pay for the libtards to not work. Could be. <laughs> They're harder working. Um, but I don't, I, I don't seriously think that uh, they've got a case to be made here. This is just junk science. And it's not surprising. It's the sort of thing they do all the time. Uh, they used to say, uh, well, studies indicate people who listen to Fox News are, uh, have lower IQs, not as bright as. And when you dig down into it, it's, 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 it's just nonsense. Just a way to attack people to perhaps get them to... Uh, disavow uh, their news source. Uh, So Biden in the news. Boy, I'm telling you, this guy is definitely about a half bubble off plum. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the Chris Alcedo Show here on Newsmax. Through an unending series of gaffes, erratic and divisive behavior, and just plain weird antics, the American people have had it confirmed that Joe Biden and his party are the wrong people at the wrong time to be in charge in the United States. We are. We've kind of forgotten it. We're the United States of America. 
I've never been more optimistic in my life about our prospects. There is simply nothing, nothing beyond our capacity to get done if we do it together. So God bless you all and pray that we come figure out how to come together better than we have so far. Oh, he is, he's just such a wonderful guy. It, God bless you all. Uh, but apparently um, he had a conversation and I'm, I'm guessing, Brian, that this conversation was um, a seance. Um, it was with the guy who um, discovered for uh, diabetics, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, oh, why can't I think of it? Uh, what do they get? Insulin. He, yes. he discovered insulin. Uh, and he apparently said he had a conversation with the guy. Uh, unfortunately uh, for President Biden, it had to have been a seance because the guy was dead two years before <laughs> Biden was born. So is this, the, you know, we had this question about does he believe it or is he a liar? Correct, yeah. I think he's such a liar that he can't tell the difference between the truth and a lie. I think that's true. I, he's just, he's he told the lie so many times that he can't stop lying about his lie. <laughs> yeah. Like he, his son in Iraq who died in Iraq. Yes. Hey, Joe, um, he didn't die in Iraq. He may have got some bad stuff over there and died, but not in Iraq. Yeah. Um, it's bizarre. Uh, Newsmax has a, a great piece on this uh, that you can get by Jay Clemens. But I'm telling you, this guy is... He is half a bubble off plump. He should not be in the White House. And what terrifies me when I realize this is that I know if he goes, who's next in line? And I know who's in, in line after that. And I don't like any of them. I mean, we, we have three in a row of, uh, of bad choices. But this guy is not in charge. He has, he's not even in charge of his own mind. Uh, and, and somehow Democrats got him elected. Uh, this is such a disappointment. The, the, you know, and I played that uh, Reagan piece uh, this week, or was it last week? I don't remember when. I played Ronald Reagan. Uh, and you compare Reagan to Biden, and you get some idea of just what a real president sounded like. Um, it, it's a, they're a world apart. Reagan was uh, just... So such a statesman. Anyway, all right, listen, we got a lot of ground to cover today, so we invite you to join us. You can go to GaryNolan.com. You can send me a message, and uh, it will pop up in studio. Uh, then uh, we will uh, talk about some polling data that we have uncovered that indicates I have underestimated the red wave. Uh, this is um, a surprise to me. Uh, then uh, the Supreme Court has made a decision on the Transportation Security Administration and the mask mandates. Uh, let me just tell you, you will be disappointed. I was. Uh, the, you know, the, the irony of those mask mandates is the masks didn't do anything. I mean, they did nothing. And yet people are running. And I still see people wearing the masks today. Under their nose, too. Hey, that'll help. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. 
Real Clear Politics has uh, their uh, Senate projection. Uh, and I will share this with you now. This is good. Uh, this is really good news. Uh, telephone number here, 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Uh, this is what they're suge- they, they believe uh, that uh, in Pennsylvania, uh, the GOP will hold that seat that uh, Fetterman will, will lose. Fetterman will lose. Uh, in New Hampshire, they're projecting a pickup for the Republican. Uh, they think Bullock is going to win. Nevada, they're saying that uh, Laxalt is going to win. It's another pickup for the Republicans. Arizona is, they think, going to go to the Republicans as well. That would be another pickup. Uh, unfortunately, they don't see Patty Murray getting unseated. Uh, it's kind of a shame because she is perhaps the dumbest woman in the Senate. Uh, but uh, the Republicans are going to hold, they say, in Wisconsin, in Ohio, in North Carolina, and Florida. So if this happens, uh, you know, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, uh, and New Hampshire, that would give the Republicans a substantial 54-46 advantage in the next Senate. This is good news. Um, you know, even as a libertarian, my heart's with the Republicans. And I, I, I think this is kind of surprising under the circumstances. I didn't think it would uh, really... Um, that it would really turn out that strong a wave. I didn't predict that, but boy, that's good news. Uh, Pacific Legal Foundation in the news. Uh, I've chatted with their attorneys several times, and apparently they um, filed an emergency application asking the Supreme Court to stop the Biden administration from sending out any checks on their student debt cancellation program. They said, and I quote, the administration is attempting to erase half a trillion dollars in debt without any legal basis, um, the court ought put the brakes on this lawless action while it's considered by the courts. And what they're suggesting here is that if they don't, down the road, this kind of thing is going to happen again, and it could be even more expensive. At no point has the government made a plausible argument that the underlying policy is legal. The administration's lawmaking by press release is clearly unconstitutional and the court must not allow the administration to skirt judicial review if the program is permitted to go into effect without scrutiny from the courts it will invite similar mischief from future administrations on a myriad of other issues and if they get away with this they're exactly right they will abuse this uh, they will uh, they will do this at, at anywhere, anytime they want to go out and bribe somebody for a vote. So hopefully they they succeed. Pacific Legal is another libertarian uh, legal firm that really does a great job uh, fighting for uh, the Constitution. And this this is this is madness. This has got to stop. You, you just can't go out and tell people, you racked up the debt, but we'll make other taxpayers pay for it. Or we'll make people who didn't get a college diploma pay for it. Or we'll make people who already paid off their college loans pay for it. It's, it's insanity. And there is no limit. Uh, I've talked about this in the past, how the Democrats, uh, I always think they've run out of windmills to tilt at. 
because they give away so much. I mean, they give away food for votes. They give away health care for votes. They give away education for votes. And finally, you think, well, that's it. There, there's nothing left to give away. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Your loan forgiveness. They, they, they create reasons to give people things, and it's clearly to get their votes. It's, it's just, and the fact is, they're literally bribing you with your own money. That's what really gets me. They're bribing you with your own money. Uh, Gary, I watched my father go through Alzheimer's and pass away from it. I'm no doctor, but that's what Biden reminds me of. Yeah, I don't know um, if it's just, you know, as we get older, as we age, uh, we have a harder time. Uh, and I and I notice this with myself, uh, that I have a harder time finding the right word, getting the thought. But what this guy is doing is just way beyond simple aging, I think. Um He's he slipped a cog, uh, and you combine that with his his pension for lying anyway, and you've got what we have. And he does; he's got a pension for lying. Uh, whether it's his GPA or uh, you know where he landed in uh, law school, or he, and then there's the plagiarizing. There's, there's a part of me that's really irritated that he's in the White House. It's kind of like a slap in the face. It's an insult, isn't it? When you think about it, here's a guy that has absolutely no business being there. I mean, he was rejected on runs for the White House three times. And, you know, caught plagiarizing. Um, he's been caught lying. And, and he's totally addled. And still, they saw fit to put him in the White House. He's, he is, he's been given the brass ring, and he is not entitled to it. Really ugly. And then the fact that the mainstream media helped, uh, the Internet helped, uh, the FBI got involved and helped. It's just, it's one... You know, even if they didn't cheat with enough vote stealing to make this happen, there were other cheats that were involved. The FBI, you know, and, and coming out and saying that uh, Hunter Laptop's, uh, you know, Hunter's laptop was perhaps Russian disinformation. When, uh, when uh, polling was done later with voters... Uh, they admitted that if they had been aware of that of that laptop and what was on it, they would not have voted for Biden. And by a substantial enough margin to have cost Biden the election. So the Justice Department, the FBI, colluded with mainstream media and, and web platforms to help steal that election. This guy does not belong in the White House. I don't know who, you know, ultimately runs against him. I'm hoping that it's the governor of Florida, but boy, I cannot wait until we get him out of the White House. He is just not presidential material. Uh, the mask mandate, Supreme Court, here we go. Uh, on Monday, the Supreme Court left in place a ruling that allows the Transportation Security Administration, an organization that has no business even existing to issue mask mandates on planes, trains, and other forms of transportation. 
as it has for more than a year during the peak of the COVID-19 pandemic. The Supreme Court denied a California attorney's request to overturn U.S. Court of Appeals ruling in the D.C. Circuit from December, which found no merit in his claim that affirmed the TSA does have authority to maintain security and safety within the transportation system, including imposing the mask requirement. So, and again, TSA has no business existing. There is no reason for them. There is absolutely no reason. And you can blame the Republicans for this. They can, this, this has, there's no reason for them. I mean, why do we have them? You've already got the FBI. Why would you need transportation security? You got border security, but now they can tell you you must wear a mask. And in this case, they were wrong. They made people wear masks, and the masks may ultimately have been more dangerous to wear than not. And where do you draw the line? Where does TSA power end? Can they force you to get the shot? To ride on an airplane? They're forcing people coming into the country to get the shot. All right, we're up against the clock. Quick break. We'll be back. Gary Nolan Show, and it is the Zimmer Radio Network. 49 minutes after 9 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh... So it, it, now they're they're trying to blame the Republicans for this. David DePep, DePep is it DePep or DePepe? How do they? I'm not sure. It, it, sh- it looks like it should be DePape, but it's not. I think it's DePepe. Uh, who, he, this is the uh, Canadian nudist, uh, drug using Canadian nudist. Oh, I thought he was a MAGA extremist. Well, I don't know. He has a. Uh, a pride flag on his bus and a yeah, uh, yeah that's that's Black Lives that. Matter, uh, uh-huh. and he lives in Berkeley. <laughs> Sounds just like a MAGA extremist to me. Sound like yeah? You think he's a, a Trump voter? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, he can't be. He's a Canadian. <laughs> no, uh, but but they're trying to to suggest that uh, it is the it is the Republicans, the conservative media that caused this problem. Um. And they ignore all of the other... In fact, we didn't we have a caller yesterday who was um, ignoring all the violence? I, I, it seems to me we had a... a yeah, that was yesterday. Uh, just ignoring all of the violence from, from the left. Uh, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and uh, the shooting at the, the baseball field uh, in Washington uh, and all of the other stuff that they've done. I don't know how you could say anything less than the most violent people are progressives. And as I pointed out at the opening of the program, it's because they want something for free. And if you don't give it to them or you take it away from them, they're angry. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I think, I think it's a mental illness. I really do. I think it's a mental illness. I think they're, the progressives are without conscious conscience. How could you? How could you have a? You know, how could you believe that you're entitled to everybody else's money and and not think? Well, that's immoral. It's part uh, of that social contract that we all signed. And you know, I've been looking around for a copy of you, my you uh, can't contract. Find it. I can't I find can't it. I can't find anywhere. mine either. But no? I was told that you know we all agreed to that. 
Maybe it was one of those VeriSign things that you did it on the computer. Been, yeah, and just and you, you know, lost it. I one don't of those remember. contracts that we never bothered to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we thought we were updating the software yes. on our computer. We were actually signing the social contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right, I want to have a little fun here, and uh, this uh, this real estate agent uh, really uh, she was just having a, a good old time. Uh, she apparently, how much time? I got three minutes. Yeah, we got, yeah I got enough time. Uh, Brian found this, the real estate agent, who apparently was having a, well, a, a not really good day. <laughs> good Lord. And um, she did live to tell about it. I don't even know what the hell happened. It happened so quick. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I was just showing a house to a client, you know, a uh, male, and uh, his fiance couldn't join us, unfortunately. Thank God, thank God she wasn't there. <laughs> Cause, uh, so we're walking around the outside of this house, right? And I'm wearing a dress. I'm wearing a dress and some sandals. And I'm clumsy, but I'm also a, I'm a big girl. <laughs> I'm a big girl, I'll, I'll admit it. So I'm wearing a dress, but walking around the outside. And I had my clipboard and my phone and my keys. And uh, I'm walking around pointing at stuff at the house, you know, showing them it, talking to it. Everything's going fine. <laughs> Out of freaking nowhere. <laughs> I'm on the ground with my dress above my head. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know what the hell happened. <laughs> all he thank God he was walking in front of me. All he said was he heard a shriek. <laughs> and when he turned around, I was sprawled out on the ground. <laughs> I know he just like saw all my lady parts because my dress was over me. <laughs> and the neighbor outside out back, I mean, he had to have seen too because he was working in his garden. <laughs> there's this, there's this fat gal laying on the ground with her dress over her head. <laughs> Some type of professional real estate agent. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I don't even know what the hell happened. It happened so quick. And I didn't, I thought, okay, I must have stepped into a hole. <laughs> when I looked around, I looked around for a freaking hole. There was no hole. I mean, how do you step, fly backwards, throw all your crap, <laughs> and your dress over your head at the same time? I mean, how the hell does that My shoes weren't by my body. I broke. I broke my uh, pop socket off the back of my phone. My clipboard that had all my showing papers on it was just like <laughs> So not only do I have to pick up my pride off the ground, I have to pick up all my. Sh <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna die. I'm so embarrassed. My leg is grass stained. I'm pretty sure my underwear is grass stained. He's 
says he didn't see a thing. I think he's lying. There's, there's no way you don't see fat old me on my back with my dress over my head. There's no way you missed that. <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. That was funny. Oh, Lord. A little bit of humor gets you through. 874-9390-800-529-5572. I mean, you could just imagine. It, 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 oh, she must have been so embarrassed. It's one of those stories that is completely unscripted. And she obviously got back in her car and wanted to tell the story on her camera. And she did a wonderful job of explaining <laughs> everything that led up to the moment where her dress ended up. <laughs> over her head. Over her head. And <laughs> he saw my lady parts. Oh, it was oh that was funny. She was funny. All right, uh, just a little something to brighten up your morning. Uh, and then uh, back to the bad news, because uh, school officials, um, this is really strange. I, it, I'm telling you, schools, it just makes me crazy. Trinity College is uh, in Connecticut, and apparently some of the students had flags on their doors or on the walls outside their doors, and Trinity College decided that... Um, you're not supposed to have anything on the outside of the wall. Nothing outside your 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 dorm room. And uh, there were uh, several flags up there, um, a gay pride flag and others. Uh, but they decided to come in and remove just two flags, just two. Uh, and uh, they apparently were a "Don't Tread on Me" flag uh -huh. and an American. Huh? I was just going to say that was my first choice. That that one has to go, right? Yeah, they, they got to pull that one down. Uh, and then they had an American flag with a blue, um, red, and green line. Uh -huh. uh, that's for law enforcement, uh, yeah, firefighters, federal agents. Um, so they they pulled those two flags down. Uh, so these uh, these kids come up and say, well, who are you? Uh, you're touching our flags. You have no right to do this. They got this on video, by the way. You were directed to take it down, uh, this uh, alleged school official responded. The dean's office has requested, uh, so put your phone away. And this kid says, absolutely not. I have every right to record you, and you know that. Uh, this is America. We have a First Amendment right to uh, a First Amendment right to freedom of speech, freedom of expression. I don't know why you're taking our flag down. Uh, the alleged administrator directed the two students recording the interaction to visit the dean's office. They uh, alleged uh, in the video that while other students were directed to remove their flags, only the American flag and the Don't Tread on Me flag were physically removed. And the one student says, well, why are you targeting us specifically? Uh, and uh, apparently it's um, because they don't want any violence. You know how violent those conservatives are. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Just terrible. Um, all right, so uh, we've got the Babylon Bee and the Onion working together on a case in Parma, Ohio that we've told you about. Uh, this and we got is the Gary Nolan Show.